Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 28th of July and as usual with this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can always pause the slides here and read our disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast head on over to our website and you can read the disclaimer there. Well a bit of a soggy night in the US market waiting for Godot or rather waiting for those big tech companies to drop after hours and we saw a little bit of disappointment initially certainly with Microsoft numbers but they fought back and are now currently positive in after hours trade and a little bit of disappointment in some of the other tech stocks as well. So although they're beating forecasts the market reaction is probably more important and we also saw Tesla down in the US last night as well and they beat forecasts too. So there is some concern about the outlook, there is some concern about whether this is as good as it gets and certainly the Chinese tech crackdown that we're seeing at the moment which is responsible for those big falls that we're seeing in Asia has had an effect on tech stocks in the US and as a result we have seen Nasdaq down 1.2% last night 180 points to 14,661 the Dow Jones falling 86 points to 35,059 2.4% down and the S&P 500 down 21 points or nearly half a percent uh, certainly in the middle for diddle there down 0.47% 21 points to 44.01 and as you would expect given the volatility and the bit of a sell off in those Nasdaq stocks especially we have seen the VIX index up 10.13% to 19.36 so that is uh, certainly uh, pointing the way to more risks ahead. As a result, we have SPY futures down a measly 24 points or 0.33%. And Sydney expected to announce a one-month extension to the lockdowns today. So not good news for those of us who are living in Sydney or Greater Sydney at the moment. So back to commodities. We have Brent crude down two cents, nothing, 74.48%. WTI down 26 cents, 71.65, down 0.36%. Gold slightly better, up 60 cents to 17.99.80. And iron ore looking decidedly like it might have a little dip below the 200 level. 200.45, down 2.5 dollars or 1.23. And the Aussie dollar pretty steady really to around 73.81 at the moment. In other commodities last night, they got a little bashed, uh, a little battered and bruised. We had copper down 0.9%, nickel down 2.1%, aluminium down 1%, zinc down 1.4%, lead down 1.6%, and tin down 1.7% percent overnight as a result we saw bhp down 1.3 percent and rio results this afternoon down 3.8 percent in us adr trade that's australia uh, american depository receipts s&p 500 as you can see fought back from early lows we do have the fomc meeting in the next couple of days so that happens over tuesday and wednesday and thursday morning our time we should hear more from that but certainly the s&p 500 did fight back but major damage done oh well not that major given that it's close to all-time high still but nasdaq very much bore the brunt with that chinese tech sell down continuing 
So we've still got uh, news coming out of overseas markets. Biden considering mandatory vaccines for Fed workers and COVID thrives in a world divided by vaccines. I think we all know that. Moderna says foreign manufacturing partners facing delays and Biden has warned of Russian efforts to interfere in 2022 election. And Apple, more importantly for investors, warns that growth will slow after record-setting sales. Korean consumer confidence dips for the first time in 2021. And Starbucks slips, slowing Chinese growth outweighs boom in the US. And Microsoft sales profit gain shares drop on Azure Concern. As far as what we're having on the menu today, we've got Australian second quarter CPI and Rio Tinto reports at 4.15 after hours. Rio being dual listed with that London listing. It uh, reports after our markets closed and before the UK market opens. All eyes really on the dividend. We know the numbers to some extent. We know from the production reports and the quarterly reports from Rio pretty much what the numbers are going to be. So it really depends on the outlook and their largesse for the dividends. And that will set the scene for others and maybe BHP with anything you can do, we can do better. We'll see. Sydney lockdown expected to be extended by a month. Uh, that's certainly the um, a month at the moment. That could get longer, I suspect. Uh, Google has lifted advertising revenue 69% and EPS up 169% going well. Apple lifts iPhone sales 50% and Microsoft has lifted EPS 49%. So some pretty good numbers out of the tech stocks in the US last night. But the reaction was somewhat muted, to say the least, to those numbers, although Microsoft did dip earlier uh, after hours on those results, but is fighting its way back to a positive at the moment. CBA has called for Apple Pay to be regulated. Well, they would, um, but certainly that is one of the carrying calls at the moment from CBA. Uh, Hue and Aquaculture, their strategy review looks to be more drawn out. They're still looking for that strategic review to draw out a couple of bidders, uh, but more likely now towards the end of the August reporting season to get more news on that. BHP News overnight, they had a win in Canada and a loss in London. They beat Twiggy Forest for a Canadian nickel asset. Uh, Twiggy's private company was looking to buy that and it looks like BHP have gazumped them. That's a word I haven't heard for or used for some time, but certainly a feather in the cap for BHP. Unfortunately, in London, in the High Court, they have lost a ruling on the Samarco case, which um, could take some time to come to fruition, but certainly shows that that issue is not dead and buried, if you pardon the expression. BHP down 1.3% in the US and Rio down 3.8% overnight in the US ahead of that report today. KKR and Ontario's pensioners, that that big Ontario pension fund, may be lifting its bid for Spark Infrastructure. And the Japara bid yesterday at $1.40 agreed with the Little Mary people. So the answer or the question the market is asking is who is next? Obviously, Regis and Estia are the listed plays in the aged care sector, both having 10% rises uh, yesterday. One more, one slightly less, but uh, big rises yesterday. Uh, there are some private equity players circling as well. Crown is paying back $37 million in back taxes to Victoria, obviously trying to get on the right side of uh, Dan Andrews as their license is under review at the moment. And AGL is looking at a bid for a company called Forum Solar, which is part of the Forum 
uh, fallout that Westpac is seeing with that alleged fraud. Uh, this is one of the companies in administration at the moment. Uh, Microsoft beat forecasts. We've talked about that. The uh, net income rose to 16.5 billion or 2.17 shares since $2.17 a share, while Alistair predicted around $1.92, so a good beat there. The number of empty shops in the CBDs has soared. Sydney is around 8.3% pre-lockdown. Melbourne around 12.8% uh, in terms of empty shops in the CBD. That 8.3%, of course, was before this lockdown has been extended. Question of the day today. Is the China tech sell-off an opportunity? This certainly is an interesting move at the moment from the Chinese authorities. The big tech very much in their sights. Uh, this has been the way of things since they got involved with the Ant Group um, pulled flotation and also since Diddy as well. But they're certainly having a crackdown on big tech at the moment for data reasons, privacy reasons. They've now focused on education technology as well. Property developers also potentially under threat as well. And it's seeing this spillover into the US tech sector as well. So is this an opportunity? It does seem strange for a country that is trying to become dominant in technology and the companies there with to actually target those for a assault by authorities. But that is China. An enigma wrapped in a riddle. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, companies and ideas over there. It's a great group, around 3,500 members. Members helping members is our motto there. And it's a great well-behaved group. So if you have any fears about Facebook, don't worry. Uh, we do police it and uh, we do have the, um, the no uh, idiots rule over there in terms of uh, what people say rather than what people ask in questions. You're always free to ask any questions you like. And ask the analyst on Day. There's a typo for you. Five o'clock Friday afternoon. Uh, ask the analyst if you have any stocks you want me to look at in a little bit more detail. Uh, email me and I will endeavour to look at around five in a little more detail before we kick off. And I will be on the call today with Koshi at 12 o'clock talking 10 stocks and one stock of the day, which I haven't had the pleasure of being told about yet. But we'll work on that later. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. <laughs>